This is Felissa Rose. And this is Dave Sheridan. And you're listening to Jump Scare. Jump Scare. Jump Scare. Ooh. Welcome back to Jump Scare. I'm Betty. And I'm Chad. My birthday month continues with 1981's Allison's Birthday. If there is a spirit in the room, please move the glass towards the yes. Who is it? Allison! Murder's coming! This is an Australian film. Not to be confused with the Canadian film we covered earlier. Exactly. And (laughs) it can be viewed on Tubi and Shudder. One's free, one's not. You'll figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) So this movie starts off with... um, I love how there's different segments of the film that show you you don't really know when you go into it i thought this was just going to be like okay the you know the first two moments of allison's life the first moment the screen lets you know that it's allison's uh that allison is 16 years and a month old and at this time (laughs) she decides her friends are like you know what let you know what's cool let's do a seance so, of course, there's always the one girl that's not into it. She's like, oh, no, we shouldn't be doing this. I read a chick track about this, and they said not to do that. The other one's like, oh, I don't know, but I'm going to go with it. And then, of course, you have the leader who's like, we're doing this. And she's already has everything out. We're definitely contacting the devil tonight. So they contact something, and it happens to be Allison's father, who's dead. Uh we later on find out more information about that, but he's dead and he's passing on a message to his daughter to basically get the fuck out of there before she turns 19. Like, do not go back home. Yeah. And I would think, like, if I got a message from my dead parents that said, whatever you do, don't go near 303 Street, whatever street, on your 19th birthday, for God's sakes, I don't think I would go back there. I feel like that would be a high on my list of places to stay the fuck away from. And also, in his message, he also informs her that Mirna's coming. Mirna's coming. And Mirna comes and basically, like, wreaks havoc. There's a fucking hurricane inside of the bedroom and a dresser falls onto one of the girls and she dies. So that was, like, not Allison's favorite birthday, <laughs> like, moment. Uh and then, but shockingly, not her worst birthday. But shockingly correct, not her worst birthday. Uh, we then move, uh, we fast forward a couple of years, and now she's 18 months, 18, 18 years, 11 months, and 26 days old. Yeah, this is very important. These are some serious number crunchers here. <laughs> and this time frame, we find out that her mom and dad were killed in an accident when she was a baby, and that her loving um on and uncle take care of her and have been providing for her her entire life and they're just the best but they're a little overprotective a little eccentric i mean they have this weird 
garden down at the end of the house, at the end of the property, that's just got all these weird stone monuments. In no way is it a recreation of Stonehenge on our property. She doesn't warning, have... <laughs> warning, Will Robinson, danger, danger. To be fair, she doesn't find that out until she's 18 years, 11 months, and 27 days old. <laughs> the next day is when she finds this out because she lived it her whole life. And being the good, obedient girl that she is, she never, as a, as a child or a teenager, was even curious to disobey or just be curious to her aunt and uncle. What's, what is that behind the wall of forbidden secrets at the end of the, of the yard? Oh, well, I guess that's a forbidden secret for a reason. I'll never go back there and look. So, yeah, she doesn't discover that until until way later. So, you know, of course, like in all things... later, not way later. Of course, like in <laughs> all things, she gets lured back home because, oh, Uncle's sick. And I'm like, look, oh, we, Tabby has joined the podcast. Hello. Uh, she, you know, she gets in her, the call from her aunt that's like, oh, you know, come and see your uncle. He's dying. Basically he's dying. And I didn't want to tell you, but he's dying. When the, when she arrives to the house and the uncle's like working on a car, like with one hand, like lifting in the air, like fucking Superman. And he's like fucking smiling up a storm and you know, he's juggling. Um, I would be like, I don't know. That's kind of weird. He doesn't seem sick to me you know it's weird uh, um, uh, uncle satanas does not seem like he's <laughs> that ill to me uncle satanas <laughs> he seems like he's doing pretty well okay he was not doing any of those things but he was very healthy and about doing yard work okay yard work is fucking tough man no one that's dying is doing yard work yeah no <laughs> no one, not if they want to stay alive. <laughs> no, especially not in like the Australian heat. Okay, they have the like the thinnest ozone layer, which is fucking melt your fucking skin off. So, you know, we have here we have uncle and aunt being all fucking weird. Oh, you you're gonna go out and see your friend? What friend? Who's this boy that bought you here? Who is this? Mind you, she's 19. She's about to be 19 years old. You think that she can have a... She lives. She doesn't even live with them. She lives away, you know, in the, in the fucking big city. And they're acting all weird or whatever. Immediately, you know, because you've seen probably a jillion fucking cult films. We didn't get the synopsis for the film, but we've just seen a jillion cult films that these people are evil. And they have some kind of weird shit going on. We just don't know what it is. And we really don't know what it is. Yeah, it's really... But, and, but that's where, you know, she meets her friend, her boyfriend there. And she's telling him about the secret garden down there at the end of it with all the stones that don't look like Stonehenge at all. They're in no way creepy or druidic or anything like that. That's just aunt and uncle. They just have these things on their property. It's fine. It's not fine. Yeah. I also have to say that when you look at the some of the descriptions of this film and also the poster itself, kind <laughs> of, not kind of, it is it advertised as a satanic cult and, and there's no Satan or devil worshipping in this film. This is all uh, druids, you know, and the druid lore um, that whatever they added, the whole Myrna this entity person you know or not person but this entity that literally travels from body to body every couple of hundred years 
Every 84 years. 84 years. Very specific. Yes, that's a... Re- I like it when they do that in the movie. It's not like every 100 years or something. It's every 102 years. So they, I guess that's making it like a random number there. So it's not quite so perfect. Yeah, every 84 years, the spirit has to move into a new body. I would, I would say like every 30 years. I feel like 84, like you don't want to live until you're 84 and you can't do anything because... <laughs> Surprise! There's a grandma has decided to come live with us. We didn't tell you. I didn't think I needed to tell you that information. That grandma who's like blind in a wheelchair. She's just sitting around in the room being weird. That's fine. She's like 102 years old. And I love that Allison points out, you've never told me about her. Like, this is the first time you're mentioning that I have a grandma. (laughs) That's alive. And that's mad old. But you have never divulged this information. Oh, yeah, we forgot to tell you. She's old and she lives far away. We just forgot about it. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. She's 103 years old. Wink, wink. Remember, the body switches every 84 years. And 84 plus 19 is 103. There we go. Okay. Okay. Spoiler alert (laughs) for the movie that's 40, uh, 40 years old. So yeah, well, about to be forty one because I think it came out in December. Yeah, so you see right away you figure out this. You know what this movie kind of reminds me of a little bit is the, did you ever see the Skeleton Key? Yes, I reminds love it. Me, yeah, it reminds me of that a little bit. I really like that movie. Yeah, that one's pretty good, but it reminds me a little bit of that because it doesn't take you long to figure out that they're going to swap the spirit that's in Grandma. It's going to move to her pretty soon. The whole thing with the it took us like three days to watch this film. I feel like because we stopped it and whatever we have things that we have to do but uh if we would have sat and watched it all in one sitting i think it would have been better but even though we watched it in segments or two segments the movie moved okay yeah um (laughs) there's really weird funny stuff like every time she goes back to the boyfriend for like the first part of the movie and you know she's Everything that the audience is like, hello, don't you think this is weird, Allison? She's going back to the boyfriend and telling the boyfriend, you know, what we're telling her, essentially. Like, okay, the garden's weird. Maybe she should look in the garden. Like, and then she's talking everything out. And But at the same time, kind of like a victim, just like making excuses for each situation, even though they get stranger. Yep, she concurs. And stranger. And but she can help. She can't help herself because she's so loyal to her family. If I had that experience when I was sixteen, like you said before, and they told me not to fucking go, to return home when you know on my when I'm nineteen, I definitely would not be traveling there yeah. at all. I would be like, look, I'm gonna send him a flower to get well card. You tell me when he's feeling better. Bye. Hang up the phone. Did they ever say? I can't remember exactly. Did they say how long her and the boyfriend had been together? No, they did not. But let me tell you, even they had to have been together for at least six months. Because there's no way that a dude that just hooked up with this girl was just banging her for a month, you know, was going to be putting his life on the line. There's no way. Because and going he to all goes, the trouble he went to in this movie. Above and beyond. Okay. You know what? We need to do a horror boyfriend of the year award. Okay, and it, for right now, it goes to this dude. Yeah, this guy should definitely win. But this is one of those movies, too, that it's fun to look back on and watch. Like, I love it when they, in the old movies, when they were like, 
oh, we've got to do research on this. Let's go down to the library and let's look through the microfiche and look through the old newspapers and all this. Now in the movies, the research is just like, oh, we've got to do research. Okay, someone get out the laptop and Google it. Two seconds, they're like, it's always, I love it when they Google stuff. And it's always the first entry on the page. Oh, here's all the information we need to know about cults that operated in the New England area between 1904 <laughs> and 1905. They were led by a guy named Brewster. And it's like, oh, it's the first hit on the page. Oh, thank God. We just found it so easily. This guy's at the library all day going through headlines and looking at newspapers, digging through all this stuff. He does not have an easy time trying to find information about her. No, he goes to the freaking library. Then he goes to the hospital. He's doing all kinds of crazy things. And and thank God for him there weren't HIPAA laws because he violates all kinds of HIPAA laws at the hospital. Even though the nurse is like, well, I can't really tell you. I shouldn't tell you. And he's like, well, what if I just guess and you tell me if I'm right? Well, that'll be fine. Yeah, that's fine. Now, <laughs> we did mention the grandma that just appeared all of a sudden. When she tells the boyfriend, another thing she tells him is that uh, uh, that she looks like she wanted to eat me. Yeah. Yeah. That, like, is mad creepy. That's another one of those you start hearing the danger, Will Robinson. Danger. And, you know, he tries everything. And you know what he got? Well, I'm not going to say what he got in the end. But he got Vulcan nerve pinched. Okay? Because this film does something that I really, I'm not going to say enjoy. But I like how in-depth they get with the whole uh, loyalty slash fanaticism or whatever you want to call it of the cult. That this film really shows you how devious these cults are slash can be in, you know, the film world. Hopefully yeah. not in real life. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> when you talk about the guy doing the neck, that's the only time outside of Star Trek in my life I've ever seen anyone just grab some The doctor that they call because she supposedly gets sick at one scene and they call the doctor. And as soon as you call this doctor, you're like, hmm, is he a doctor of evil? Because that's the only thing. He just has that like evil look when he shows up. And he manages to grab the boyfriend and get him in the... Literally the Vulcan nerve pinch. Just knock him out. And he's like, yes, I studied nerves. I know exactly where to grab people. Okay, Spock, settle down. He studied nerves at Vulcan? I guess. <laughs> like that's the only time I've ever seen that in a movie outside of Star Trek. He literally just nerve pinched the shit out of this kid. Put him on the ground. And then it was like... But here's my point. He already had him down. Why not? Why didn't he just off him right then? No, they couldn't off him. It was you can't leave that many bodies behind, especially on the premise. These cults are smart. <laughs> you have to have that away from you, far away, where it's like they couldn't connect you to it because it's something, and it's always going to be an accident. It's never going to be like something like, oh yeah, that's weird. He just got murdered. No, it's an oh no, that's weird. That piano just fell on him. Like that fucking kind of weird shit happens. Yeah, you know, some of those Damien, some of those Omen two slash. Final Destination accidents where I guess the baboon just flew out of the thing and landed in the car and killed the woman. Shit, I don't know. Things like that happen. It's rare, but it does happen. So I probably should have started the podcast with like, this film has murder, has hypnotism, Vulcan nerve pinches, titties, druids, cloaks. Evil ladies with beady white eyes in a wheelchair. Like, I should have just named every single fucking awesome thing in the movie, and then boom. 
Allison's birthday, 1981. Yeah, I don't know. This... <laughs> I give it 20 stars. Oh, wait, 20 knives. <laughs> yeah, this movie is something. I don't think I've ever seen anything quite like this one. It's... First of all, I don't know what this car was that he drives in the movie, but I see a several of them on the road while he's driving around. So I'm guessing this must have been like the cheap car you get when you're a teenager in Australia. But it looked like a stripped down dune buggy that he was driving. And <laughs> he just drives this thing like a demon throughout the thing. Like there's a whole like cult car chase with him. Yeah, there's a cult. Bohemian crystal chick. Yeah. titties there's i mean there's there's what is there there's a royal blue room there's a, there so you've been in this room but it's always been in the dark which is the grandma's room when they go in the grandma's room in the end it is and everyone's in their like you know cult cloaks okay say that fucking five times the room is so blue like the color they got for the wall is it looks, I can't even explain it. It's one of those things, like, if you're a person that's sensitive to color, like, I remember that scene so vividly because that blue was, like, bouncing off the fucking walls. And it made the, them all look, like, they already look sinister. They're, it's not darkness, but the light was, like, shining on that blue wall. It was like they were another fucking world. It was weird. It's one of those things that you almost want to adjust the TV because you think the color's fucked up. Something's wrong, you know? Like when there used to be certain shows you would see and somebody would have on a red shirt and it would be that color red that kind of make it like distorted and like blur. This blue is so blue. It's like I... It's like unworldly blue. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was... I mean, someone else might watch this film and be like, what the fuck was she ranting about? It was just a regular blue room. I think it's because, like I said, throughout the whole film, they never show you the color of the room. And then... You're just immersed in the color in that one scene and everyone is dressed in black and then all the light is just shining on their faces. There's just a lot going on, but that's actually like one of my favorite, I'm not going to say scenes, but it just visually was like, whoa. And the thing that upset me about the film, this is the upsetting part for me, was not the stupidity of Allison going back. I get it. Loyalty, family, he and you don't dying. have a movie if she doesn't go back. Exactly. That's the main thing, right? The other thing was, what was the point? What were, what were these cult members gaining from Myrna doing this transfer for like the last 100 years? It, it's or not a thousand like, years or however long she's been doing it. Yes, thousand, whatever. Too long. Why? Why? They weren't getting any richer. They weren't getting any smarter. They weren't. All, their whole existence was well, just the transfer. They showed the aunt and the uncle that they were like. I th it was the aunt and the uncle back when they showed her getting like burned at the stake or whatever it was years ago. That showed them. So I just assumed that they were getting long life from it. They just flashed by them in the crowd scene. It was the aunt and the uncle were there in the crowd. Look at the cult helping her transfer back years ago. And I just assumed they're getting long life out of it. They may not be getting. Maybe they're just trying to live quietly so they don't attract attention. But I'm assuming that they were getting, you know, to live long out of it as well. Maybe. I don't know. I don't remember seeing them in the crowd. Everyone was so young in the crowd. I didn't, It was their younger versions of themselves. I don't remember them being old. But we'll ha I'll have to go back and look. Maybe that's a thing they're getting. But I, I didn't. I didn't get that at all. I was just like, what is the whole point? But even then, they didn't stay like 20 forever or something. They stayed like 45 to 50 forever. 
You know, they didn't get to they didn't get to go back and be like, oh, we're young again. Every time you know Myrna's reborn, so are we. That would make some kind of sense, you know. I guess I would prefer that if I'm going to go through all this trouble. I mean, oh, kidnap. I mean, what isn't in the film? First of all, how many cult car chases are there? There, I'm sure there's not going to be a lot. There's not a lot. I can't imagine. Uh, but yeah, this film was. I really enjoyed it. I, you know, I was like, oh. I'm so happy that I'm able to view this film that I've never heard about before because it's not one of those that people really know. And thank you to, you know, Voodoo. Shudder. And Shudder. Shudder and Tubi, remember? Tubi. Tubi, I'm sorry. Tubi, the greatest streaming service in the world. (laughs) Like, they have just the craziest shit on there. We've covered like 90 movies from Tubi. (laughs) It's like... um, a smorgasbord of movies. Yeah. There's all kinds. Shit that you, like, it was maybe that fucking thing in the video, like, it never went to fucking CD, DVD. It only was on, like, VHS. Because there's so many movies like that ha- never even made the transfer because they weren't popular. No one, the distributor wasn't going to put money in that. Yeah. You know, so it's just a random movie. I'm sure this, I don't know, obviously, I don't live in Australia, but is this was this like a big hit in Australia? Did it just go under? When I think of Australian horror, I think of things that are more recent, not things from like back in the day like that. You know, not that there wasn't, obviously, there are, you know, every country has their movies, horror movies specifically. But yeah, this Allison's birthday is not even available like on the only because I looked, I just now looked it up, and the only way you can get this is on like a pack with a, some other movies, and it's currently $189 on Amazon. So, this movie's even now is not being seen very much. So, if you want to see it, the only way really to see it's on Tubi because I can't imagine anyone's going to drop 200 bucks to see this. Yeah, we really didn't go through the cast, all character actors, the only one that was record well, I want to say recognizable, but. The main girl is also Allison. In, yeah, she's in the original Mad Max movie. She plays uh, Mel Gibson's wife in that. And then you have Vincent Ball, character actor, done a whole bunch of films and TV. Um, yeah, there. I'm sure these are all veteran like character actors over there. But I give the film another three knives. <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty good. It was like fun. Two and a half to three knives. I'm not gonna stick solely and solely to the three knives, but I did have a lot of fun with it. I liked the there's a twist. I like the twist. Um I enjoyed it. Yeah. It's fun. I'll give you I'd give it to I'd say two and a half. It's it's good. It's a little bit slow in parts, but all the movies were back then weren't, you know, there's a lot of them that were pretty slow that are also pretty good. So yeah, I'd say it's a good two and a half to three knives. Yeah, it loses the respect of the extra the half a knife for me because of the marketing because they marketed to be you know a satanic cult when it's not yeah it's not a satanic cult that's not the movie's fault really that's just the crazy marketing people i know but at the same time it's messed up because that you know there were druids and there are things that i mean obviously hello hello, you think they could but i guess they just wanted to cash in on all this you know the 70s, everybody was making satanic cult movies, so they just wanted to throw in with it and be like, that way they could be like, if you like The Omen and Rosemary's Baby, you'll love Allison's Birthday. They could still say that because it's still a cult movie. I, I guess I'm feeling a little, a little, you know, uh, about it because it's like, okay, you're making them out to be these Satanists that are worshiping, you know, obviously Satan. And 
they're not. They're worshiping one a woman. So maybe that was the thing. They didn't want to like, oh, they're worshiping a woman. It's a woman. They're druids, you know. So I don't know. It's kind of like a dig to like the whole druid <laughs> thing by saying it's like, oh, of course it's Satan. It's always gonna. That's like saying all the witches are evil. Oh, there's witches. They only know how to do black magic. Uh, you know, it's a cult said so must be must be the devil. You know how I feel about all that. But yes, that's why I lost the, the half a star for me. Did you guys see it? Do you love it? Have you ever seen this film? Is this? Do you live in Australia and you're like, you grew up? This is like one of the films that were like in the fucking parties when you went to parties as a kid. You know? Oh, did you see Alex's birthday? That everyone's doing like. You know, trying to do the Ouija board, you know, or whatever, contacting the spirits. That's what I want to know. I need, I need this information. Someone out there in the region, please let us know. We if you're in Australia, please contact us. Let us know. We would love to hear more about this. Well, thank you so much for joining us in yet another birthday episode. Stay tuned to the horror. And now, folks, it's time to say goodnight. We sincerely appreciate your patronage and hope we've succeeded in bringing you an enjoyable evening of entertainment. Please drive home carefully and come back again soon. Good night.